Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. What's going on, Entrepreneur Junkies? Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Atkinson, the Podcast Junkie. And on the last episode, I spoke in depth with Andy Hobday on how you can capture email addresses and get people excited about your brand when you're at an event. Today, I'm even more excited. We're talking with Wendy Hart. She's the creator of the Procrastination Cure. And she's going to tell us all about today how Gary V is totally freaking wrong. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson, and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's going on, Entrepreneur Junkies? Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement Podcast. And today, I have an absolutely amazing guest who I can't wait for you guys to hear. We're going to be talking about some very interesting things from everything from why Gary Vee is wrong, which I'm actually very interested to hear this side of the debate, to why procrastination is a problem. We're also talking about isolation and entrepreneurship. My guest today is an absolute rock star. She is an international speaker and coach. She's the creator of the Procrastination Cure, a complete system which actually helps you with the follow-through and how to make more money. And her promise is actually to increase your follow-through by three times or more in three months or less using half or less the effort of what you were using before. With over 20 years experience in human behavior, sales, and psychology, I'm really excited to introduce you guys to Coach Wendy Hart. Wendy, what's going on? Oh, Jamie, I'm great. Thanks for having me here today. No, you're very welcome. I'm super excited because I actually um, kind of love this idea of the debate of why Gary Vee is wrong. But before we get into that, I just want to give the audience a little bit of a chance to get to know you better. Can you share a little bit about where you came from and how you kind of got into this in the first place and what you do? Oh, sure. I'm happy to because I'm a really ironic story. You know, I, I teach what I had to walk because I was the most stuck individual you ever met in your life. So you mentioned that I speak all over the world and I've got clients all over the world and it's this really charmed life, but it didn't start out that way because as a kid, I came from this incredibly violent home and my parents were good looking and smart and had this outward exterior, but they were really mentally ill. And Let's just say that what happened in my house was too colorful for reality TV, or if you live in America, the Jerry Springer show. So it was off the hook, and my nervous system was patterned to just be in hyper arousal all the time, which meant that everything was a trigger, life was a trigger. And I grew up thinking, you know, I don't know, I don't know if I'll make it. I mean, by rights, I shouldn't have made it out of that house. But from the time I was a little girl, I also had natural teaching ability, 
and a huge amount of drive. And I thought, if I ever make it out of here, I want to learn what allows people to thrive and be happy. And damn it, I want to learn how to feel like I belong in this world. So when I went to college, I got to college on a full scholarship and other people were partying and I was sitting in the library reading psych abstracts trying to figure out how to you know keep my nightmares from happening and I just went on this quest to study everything like human behavior and psychology and hypnosis and all those things that you mentioned and you know Jamie nothing really worked like I had panic attacks like a Vietnam vet I couldn't leave my house I after dark I would be in the house with covers over my head just everything made me scared and I felt hopeless I felt like a loser I felt stuck and I was working in diners, right? Just hand to mouth, trying to not be homeless. And, uh, and it's funny, I, had a, I was a singer back then, and my voice teacher was this platinum record producer. And he said, what the hell's wrong with you that you're like working in these diners? I don't care that you have flashbacks. Get out and at least teach voice, you know, learn it on the job. And um, I started teaching voice lessons. And the first person that paid me money, I remember it was like cha-ching in my head <laughs> and some flip got switched or switch got flipped. And, uh, and then that was it, right? 18 years of entrepreneurship after that. So it was quite colorful, but I went on this quest to learn all this stuff to get unstuck and it worked with everything. Finally got a solution because nothing by itself worked, nothing, no models, but I had a talent for cherry picking. So I would take a little bit of this that worked and a little bit of that that worked. And I put it together in a new recipe. I got over my stage fright. So I was able to get out in the world and sing. I was starting to make money. I taught 300 singers in Chicago how to get over their stage fright. But um, th that was a terrible niche because we were all poor. We were really broke. And I thought, well, where could this go that, you know, I won't be so starving all the time. So it turned out it worked with golfers. And I, I coached a golfer over the telephone who dropped his score, who had never been able to break 90 in 20 years. And in uh, like a month, he dropped eight strokes to 81. And in another couple months, he was scratch, meaning he was a par golfer, which is like 1% of golfers. So his course pros came to me. And I did the same thing for him. And that guy broke a 35-year record in the PGA using these same sneaky brain hacks, right? And he got the lowest score in relation to par of any course pro since 1969. So I started using this all over the place. Um, and it just, it became a movement. I, I ended up getting this contract with an ex-Tony Robbins trainer to work with 2,000 of her home-based business women. Uh, virtually over the phone. That was really scary. And then I found out, wow, I can be on the phone with 300 people at a time and coach them. You couldn't quite do that now with open lines because it just wouldn't work. But at the time you could do that. And so it turned into a system and these home-based business people had procrastination as their biggest challenge. You know, when you're an entrepreneur and you're not punching a clock someplace and you're home by yourself, it's really hard to get yourself to do the stuff that you know you need to do. And we just exploded her business, turned it into a seven-figure business. And then I left that and I went out uh, and, and took my IP with me and really expanded it. And, and it's just been a wonderful ride ever since then. But I'm, I'm pretty much the anti-coach. I'm pretty much the opposite of all the other productivity gurus in the space. The, what I found out about brain science and, and sneaky brain hacks is not what's taught in school, but it's what works.
You know, I really love that because I feel like when somebody says you're a coach or they, they kind of have this idea that you're going to be there like shouting to them and saying, hey, you need to hustle and you need to get through to this next level. And it's funny because as much as like I've said to myself in the past and probably a lot of people listening to this will resonate, like I've been in that situation where when you don't have that kind of boss telling you you need to go into work and, and me and my girlfriend, we both travel and we, we're all over the world and, and that can be really challenging sometimes and and, and getting that kind of work done you you sometimes find you do two or three hours and you're like oh I, I don't really i'm not motivated to do the next thing and, and you do get that feeling of being stuck right like you can't get to that next level and i've personally felt like i've punished myself because i'm saying to myself i need to hustle i need to hustle like gary v and then there's that kind of guilt that comes in as well so i'm really interested to find out how you think that there's a better approach and, and what kind of basis you start from there Absolutely. And it is, it's really kind of the opposite and you really hit it on the head because what happens, it's really all about your brain and your nervous system, how they speak with each other. So the bottom line is, in my humble opinion, procrastination is just not your fault. It's never been your fault. It's never been anybody else's fault. The human brain is designed to put things off. We're really 21st century humans running around with caveman era brain and circuitry that's getting us into trouble all the time. So when you are uh, putting something off, it's an indication that your nervous system thinks that task is dangerous. It has nothing to do with logic. It has nothing to do with your neocortex, your thinking brain, your rational brain, your rational brain knows it's crazy. Gee, I ought to be motivated. I ought to be able to get myself up and going, but I just feel this bowling ball of dread in the pit of my stomach, or I feel all this resistance on the inside and I can't motivate myself. So that's the first piece because nobody ever gave us the operating manual on how to work our brain and nervous system in an elegant way that lets us move forward powerfully. And when we don't know that all we're missing is a little bit of critical information that would make all the difference, the next thing that happens is shame. Exactly as you said, shame and guilt. And, mm -hmm. and that makes things worse. Yeah. It's tricky. Yeah, I, I, I definitely resonate with you. And I'm so glad I brought you on this episode because I think I'm going to get a lot of the benefit <laughs> about it. Like, screw everyone listening. Like, I'm getting the benefit <laughs> out of this. Like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm getting the uh, behind-the-scenes access, you know. But it's yeah. funny I've listened to Gary Vee a lot and, and recently me and my girlfriend again have been going, okay, we're going to wake up earlier. We're going to get into fitness. We're going to try and get more focused. And one of the things that we've been doing is listening to Gary Vee episodes in the morning. And mm -hmm. he does almost make you feel in some ways like you're not good enough because you, you feel like, oh, I have to be like this. I have to hustle all the, all the time. So yeah. what, what about what Gary Vee teaches do you think is like intrinsically wrong? Mm. Well, we have to go back and do a two-second primer on anatomy uh, to sort of explain how this works, this piece around how it's your brain and your nervous system, and it's not your lazy character that's causing you to procrastinate. So if you call up a picture right now of your brain and you think, you know, big, giant, gray, squiggly thing, most of us <laughs> think of what, you know, right, one big brain, but it isn't. It's three smaller brains stacked on top of each other, and it's the way they communicate with each other that gets us into trouble. So Gary Vee's way and the productivity guru's way act as though and come from the premise that your top brain is running the show, your neocortex, your thinking brain, where you have rationality, where you're able to balance your checkbook. But what they don't come from or speak to is the fact that those bottom two brains, your reptilian brain, the brainstem, and the middle brain, your limbic system, which is the seat of all the emotions, those are the gatekeepers. And 
what nobody talks about is all incoming information, 100% of incoming information, everything you see, hear, smell, taste, touch, goes through the filter of those bottom two brains first, all of it. And if they decide that something is dangerous, which is pretty much anything that's unknown, because back in caveman days, everything unknown could kill you. So anything unknown, they trip the switch and, they, and, it, and an alarm gets kicked. Most people have heard of the amygdala, which is the alarm in your middle brain. It's tiny, like two little almonds. But it kicks off not for things that your top brain, your rational brain knows are dangerous. It's, it creates an instantaneous, immediate, powerful chemical cascade when anything is perceived as even mm, maybe dangerous. And the blood leaves your top brain and it stops. And so the truth is the bottom two brains are in charge all the time. And only when things are deemed safe enough does the information get to go up to your top brain. And that's where the function of willpower lives. So it's kind of like when the alarm gets tripped, your bottom two brains put your top brain in jail temporarily, which is, which is the truth. The blood leaves, they call this cortical inhibition. Back in caveman days when the saber-toothed tiger was, was running toward the caveman, he didn't have time to stop and logic it out and think about it. Oh, well, I had the big, big tiger, big teeth. No, it was just instantaneous. The blood leaves your top brain and goes to the part of your body that lets you run really fast and get out of dodge. And when that happens, you can't think straight anymore. So how this happens in modern life is you'll get up in the morning, you'll listen to Gary Vee, who's a great guy, by the way, and you're motivated and you're really clear. And let's say you make a little list of all the things you're going to do in the day, and it's great, but you're not aware that your alarm is getting tripped by big things and small things all day long. And the triggers are from probably when you were pre-verbal, probably under the age of two. Like when you were in the womb and your mother, say, was kind of a nervous person, 70% of your attachment style, how your nervous system is programmed, came from her, right? So you were born with a certain physiology, a certain tendency toward being activated, having your nervous system imprinted in a particular way. Then let's say when you were a baby, she felt crappy about herself because she'd look at a big pile of laundry and she wouldn't uh, you know, get it done right away and she just felt lousy and that guilt and shame thing that we said. So you adopt that from her because there's something called mirror neurons and even from a small age, we're like a sponge. So by the time you're up walking and talking, you actually have installed many, many things that do not make any logical sense, but they made sense to your body, your, your stay alive functions in your body. And it means that the uh, little alarm is going to fire all day long. Now, when the little alarm fires and the blood leaves your top brain, that list that you made this morning of all the things you were going to do, and then it gets to be four or five and six o'clock and you're like, damn, I didn't do any of that. Why didn't I do any of that? And you feel crappy about yourself. It's because the blood left your top brain several times a day and you couldn't, you, you couldn't access how smart you actually are because temporarily part of your system was in survival. Now, it's difficult to talk about this in you know, tiny little moments in the amount of time that we have on a podcast like this, but in my uh, whole system, it's all spelled out and makes complete logical sense. And people smack their head and go, oh my God, I feel so much relief. All this stuff that I thought was my fault isn't my fault. Because guys like Gary Vee, couple of things. A, a tiny percentage of people have a little bit of a brain difference, a little bit of a different configuration. And this tiny 
percentage of people can get maximum mileage out of something like willpower. What that means is their alarm in their middle brain and their bottom two brains don't get tripped by the same stuff that we do. But they do get tripped in other areas, areas you can't see, like maybe relationships or talking to their kids or other areas that are easy for you. But the truth is most of us in society have some triggers around money or self-worth or success or status um, because those are also connected intimately with our survival. And there are all kinds of ways that the alarm is just getting tripped and we can't get out of our own way. Thankfully, there's a cure for all of this, and you never have to go back and untangle how or why your particular triggers got installed. It's just important to know that if you're putting something off, it means your alarm on some level thinks it's dangerous. And so you need to train it in another way that has nothing to do with your top brain until it doesn't feel danger with that anymore. It's connected to safety. And then all of a sudden, you know, the world is your oyster and you can just run with the ball. And, and wow. create all kinds of, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty, it's spoken. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I bet that I, I don't know if there's other people listening to this right now that just had an alarm clock go off their head for another reason. And they're like, oh my God, that's me. That's exactly what I'm feeling. That's exactly what I need to know. This is actually a yeah. really good stopping point. And for anybody that is interested in finding out more information on the next episode with Wendy, we're actually going to talk about why procrastination is a problem. And we're going to dive into this a little bit deeper. Wendy, are you up for the next episode? Absolutely. What's up guys? I hope you really enjoyed that episode. Now, Wendy Hart, being the amazing soul she is, has put together an amazing freebie for you guys just because you're entrepreneur junkies. So if you guys want to get access to her procrastination cure, it's an amazing amazing product which you really need to jump in and check out she's actually giving away the whole first module for free just for the members of the entrepreneur junkie community so if you want to grab hold of that head to procrastination-cure.com forward slash ejm to grab your copy now that's procrastination-cure.com forward slash ejm entrepreneur junkie movement see you on the next one guys Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.